Hello and welcome to MidgetCast. I'm Paranvir and today I'm going to be talking about where I've been for the past six months. But first, I want to give a huge shout out to KFC. Uh, KFC have recently released uh, this. It is their supercharger sauce and it is available to buy uh, for about £4 for a, like a litre of supercharger sauce. That's awesome. Anyone from the public can just come and buy the sauce. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, supercharger sauce is... Um, it was originally on the Supercharger uh, burger that they released, and this was uh, like a like a sub crossed with a mini uh, like a fillet burger. So it was like a like a six inch fillet burger, and it had like two fillets on it uh, with the Supercharger sauce, uh, which was awesome. And then as a box meal, it came with two large fries, um, the, obviously the burger, two large fries, a large drink, and a side. Um, I think I had that about three times, and out of all three times, I only managed to absolutely polish everything off once uh in one sitting um which i'm still proud of as i was quite young and i managed to eat all that so like i said i'm quite proud of myself for that but anyway they got rid of that burger and all that stuff and we didn't see the sauce around for a while but what they did was they bought it back in in various other items such as the flaming wrap uh they have supercharged sauce in the flaming wrap and then every time they do uh like a, a special thing like the zinc like they, whenever they have like a triple zingers the three kind of zingers uh the top ones always got supercharged sauce in it um which is great but now you can buy it separately um at least for this month anyway you can buy it separately and again for this month they're also doing the little pots as well so you can decide if you like supercharger or not by um by just trying the little one which you get with like box meals or whatever so yeah i recommend you try it out i think it's quite good um this is like the second bottle i'm on now um got it for for for, to show you on the podcast and uh yeah i think it's great you should check it out i think it's valid until it's only valid until the end of the year but you know if you go if you if you you like it and you're gonna eat all that go for it uh it's great i'm not sponsored by kfc i would like you to sponsor me kfc Uh, if anyone knows spam kfc get them to get get in contact with me uh let's make this collaboration happen kfc and paranvir the ultimate collaboration um we, we you know it's 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 what all the fans want to see um you know if if they sponsor me i i will talk about kfc in every episode um non-stop kfc talk kfc send me a black card please but get black card so that i can walk into any kfc and get whatever i want please sponsor me i'll do my bit i want a black card um yeah Actually, what I do really, really want are these shirts that um, the employees at KFC... I don't want the shirt from an employee. I want, like, the shirt's brand new kind of thing. But they do... Uh, they What they've done is about a couple of years ago, they decided to put the... Uh, they, they went to a graphic designer and went, hey, we got to make some shirts that aren't just plain. What have you got? And he, he they've put, like, this... Um, these like weird designs on there to do with chickens, obviously, because it's KFC. Um, and I think they look great. I really want them. Um, they've had a little bunch of designs now. I remember there was one where it had the different parts of the chicken on it. Um, the one at the moment is like a chicken pulling like a carriage at high speed, which again looks great and I want them, but I don't work at KFC, so I can't get one. Uh, so KFC send me those and a black card. Please sponsor me. Um, I love KFC. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, let's just let's just cut the KFC conversation there, um, and move on. Where have I been for the past six months? That is a really good question. Thanks for asking. Um, 
So, last time I was on the channel, uh, or last time I, you know, when I finished season two, I was with James, and it was about Christmas time. Since then, uh, uni has uh, ended. Uh, again, same for Usman as well. Um, or that that year of uni anyway uh, did end. Um, when you're at uni. Um, I feel like stuff goes pretty quickly. Obviously, you're focused on your work. Well, some people are focused on their work. Um, and then I, I think stuff happens around me at a faster speed. Um, whereas everything that's happened since then, I've, I've remembered and I've, I've called pretty much major milestones. Um, and I think that, you know, they're, obviously I remember them. I can talk about every little thing that happened um, because I'm paying more attention as opposed to you know, doing, doing work and stuff, so, yeah, um, so since then, um, a bunch of things have happened, I think, uh, one of the main things that has happened is I got an electric scooter, so, yeah, this is in the past two months, so since I finished university, I, I, I got an electric scooter, the Xiaomi M365, um, I bought it from Pure, Pure Scooters, uh, they shipped it to me, uh, and I thought it was great riding around on a scooter. The key thing is I'm lazy, okay? Um, electric scooter, for people that don't know, it's like a, an electric skateboard. Um, so it's a skateboard that travels on itself. But it has a stick on it so that you don't fall off. And I have a terrible sense of balance. So, you know, perfect for me. Uh, you can actually get seat attachments to it. But that's just really extreme at that point. Like, I don't need a seat on my scooter. I'm I'm happy with the way it is. I'm happy to ride around on the scooter. It's great. Um, but there's actually an issue with the scooter. There was, a, first of all, a major issue that lent, uh, meant there was going to be a recall. So what they did was they recalled all the ones in the UK um, and, and, and I had to ship them all back. Um, and uh, it was an issue with one of the screws at the base or something. Anyway, they, they, they sent it back finally. Great. Um happy with that and then I took it out to ride it and um, I came back and both wheels were flat um, and I could not find the puncture hole like it, there was no puncture hole but as I would pump them back up the air was just instantly escaping I could not figure out why so I said can you send me replacement tires and they were like Are you at, you're not gonna be able to change them I was like all right I'll send you the entire scooter sent them the scooter back and then I found out they were making a new one so I said just refund me that one I'll get the new one. Uh, the new one is the M365 Pro. So not a major name change, but what it is, is it has a longer board uh, and a taller stick, um, you know, which is great. Um, as as, I, as I, you know, I'm tall. I'm not going to go out and say I'm a tall guy because I'm not. Um, I am one inch off six foot. When I'm wearing shoes, I'm six foot, um, but it's, it's not noticeable. Um, but anyway, I think I'm regular sized, um, and I, I would like the longer handlebars for that, uh, the, the longer stem leading to the handlebars for that, uh, which again, they're finally done. Bigger base means bigger battery, so put a bigger battery in there, um, and they've also improved the motors, so it goes further, there's a, a larger range, and it can travel quicker. Um, the only problem is it is two kilograms heavier, so I am still contemplating whether to get a new one or not, as I am a weedling, I have no muscle. And I can just about carry the regular one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to carry the um, the new one. Those two kilograms, you know, two bags of sugar there. Um, I could just eat the sugar. Uh, no, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to carry it. So I don't know if I'm going to get one yet. But if I do get the new one, I will definitely do a midget tech video on it. Because it's a really cool thing. And I do highly recommend 
you check them out or at least have a go on them as I think they're really fun. Um, initially using them, I thought I was going to die. You get on it and it just zips off and you're like, oh my god. Um, but no, I th afterwards you get into it and it's, it's really cool. Um, I do really highly recommend that you do try them out because... Um, you know, they're really fun. Uh, and if you do want to get one, I recommend going over to Pure Scooters. I'm not sponsored by Pure Scooters, but I do recommend Pure Scooters. Um, they sold me mine, uh, and they were really quick at shipping. They're actually somehow cheaper than the official Xiaomi shop. But they're like an official Xiaomi reseller. So, so Xiaomi give them official products. I know they're selling it cheaper, and they're fine with it. And I don't know why. But clearly... It's absolutely fine. So they shipped me that. It was great. Did a great job. They also ship um, mods for it as well. So like the seat I was talking about earlier. Um, but I think a couple that I bought, which I thought were quite good, were they do like a 3D printed hook that you can pop on so you can carry um, your bags. Um, and they even do their own branded name, pl uh, not name plate, sorry, their own branded uh, base plate. So the base plate on the... Uh, actual scooter um it's quite brittle so if you go over like a pavement really hard you could smash it and um and then the battery's exposed and that's bad there they, they do their own that fits the scooter and it's more durable um and you pop that on the idea is that it's less likely to get damaged um but i think another cool thing as well is that could obviously also be a replacement cover as well you could buy theirs as a replacement if your one breaks so they do a lot of mods for the scooters there as well and they sell other kinds of scooters as well but i, I do recommend them if you're thinking about going and um and and, and checking out uh, uh electric scooters because like i said they do some really good stuff um if you want to try out the scooter the xiaomi shop in london you can try them out there. Uh, I was quite surprised. I went into the shop uh, with Matt and I said, look, I'm thinking about getting a scooter. Can I have a go on this one? And the guy in the shop, which is, it looks similar to like an Apple store. Um, obviously, it's Xiaomi. Go. He let me ride it just up and down the store, which, again, was great. I thought I was going to die, like I said, and fall off, but no, I was all right. Um, and, yeah. So, I do recommend you check it out. And, uh, yeah, it was very fun, but... Uh, Ultimately, I, I had to send it back, and we'll see if the new one's an improvement if I do get the new one. One major thing that happened in the six months was Avengers Endgame. And I know I, I'm playing it off like it wasn't a big thing. It was huge. I have not spoken about it that much, but Avengers Endgame, I thought, was amazing. Um, you know... I, I, I don't want to get into too many details about Endgame itself, the movie, and what I, th you know, all the different points that I want to make about it because I think they've already been made by everyone else online. Um, there's not really much more I can say that will grant any any reason to watch. Um, you know, I'll just be reiterating a bunch of other points probably on that. So I don't really want to make a huge video about Endgame, but I did think it was amazing. Um, I was squealing throughout the entire time heist because I thought it was just awesome, especially the 2012 stuff. I thought that was amazing. Um, and it, like I said, it was just a, a great movie. And um, yeah, a, a huge, it was amazing. Um, I saw it in iSense, which was, it's like Odeon's own take on what they could do with IMAX. Um, it's not IMAX, I do need to say that. IMAX obviously has a bigger aspect ratio. Uh, it's like a taller aspect ratio. Um, yeah, and it has obviously slightly better sound as well. But 
the um the one that i went to was iSense screen um so it's like the same aspect ratio of the regular film but it's uh, on a bigger screen um it's really high def um it's got dolby atmos sound everywhere uh which again was great um it was actually in a reclining seat as well so i got to watch that head on um at midnight when it came out i went to a double bill and i went to a double bill with uh ben and chloe um my friends ben and chloe they uh, we all basically went together to, to, to watch the double bill. It was Infinity War first, and then at midnight they played Endgame. Um, initially we went off to this place called uh, Original Patty Men in Birmingham uh, that do uh, apparently really good burgers. I say apparently um, because we went on a Wednesday, and it was Wings Wednesday. They're not open on a Monday, Tuesday, and I don't know why. But um, yeah, Wednesday they just do Wings. I thought their Wings were really good, really filling as well. Um, Everyone at the table had one bowl of wings, except for Ben, who had two gigantic bowls of wings, plus fries, and then decided to eat other people's wings and fries as well. That guy can eat, okay? Um, but yeah. You know what? I really want Ben to get on the podcast. Um, I just think it'd be quite funny. Uh, but yeah. So we all went, had the wings, and then we went to watch Infinity War. Uh, one of the things that I was saying about Infinity War... Um, and, and, and I still think that this is, was a good idea, was, let, let me set the scene for you. So, our double, there were two double bills taking place in the building at the same time, okay? We were downstairs, uh, and the, the regular old 3D screen was upstairs. Um, we were watching it, um, and, uh, the idea was that, like I said, Endgame comes out at midnight, so Infinity War was obviously before that, um, and... Um, I basically said to everyone at dinner, here's the plan. You, ev- everyone, because it's a three-hour movie, goes to pee right before Endgame, which, again, was great, because the idea was you wouldn't be topping up any fluids. But when to go? Because if you went right at the end of Infinity War, you would clash with everyone trying to get into Endgame, and all those people would also be going to pee, because three-hour film so i thought when thanos snaps his fingers that's the best time to go because you've still got 10 minutes or 15 minutes of movie from the snap before infinity war ends so theoretically there are going to be less people in the uh you know in 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 the the cinema and therefore less people in the toilets uh and i was right uh when the snap happened uh we all got up went to the loo and the the area where obviously you could buy snacks or whatever was there was obviously a couple of people there was a mild queue lose practically empty great um came back film ended infinity war um and then at the end of infinity war i went out just to see how many people were there 15 minutes later this was like ram i could not see the floor there was that many people there was so so i'm so glad that i went to the loo at the snap um yeah um that was the perfect time to go, um, and and clearly it worked. Um, but now um, we we basically conditioned ourselves to the point where I, I think Chloe also agrees with this as well. Whenever that scene in Infinity War happens now, and there is a snap, uh, your mind's instantly going to go, "I need a pee," uh, and you're going to go to the loo right at, at Infinity War. Uh, Thanos' snap. So uh, yeah, I've ruined everyone's lives, but hey, the film was worth it. So, yeah. Um, what other films happened? Other films that happened as well were Captain Marvel that came out before. 
I thought that was great. Um, I ended up seeing Captain Marvel quite a lot. Um, a, a lot of times, really surprisingly large amount of times that I saw Captain Marvel. Um, I saw it at midnight the night it came out, but Usman didn't want to come with me because it was midnight and he didn't care enough to watch it at midnight. Um, obviously, Endgame he went, but Captain Marvel, I didn't care. Well, he didn't care enough to go watch that. I was like, Marvel, I'm going to watch that. So I went at midnight and saw that film. Uh, Usman then later on wanted to watch Captain Marvel, so I went with him then. Uh, and then it was the same with all my other friends. My friends all went separately with their own separate friend groups to watch it, and I went with them. Um, so I ended up watching it with like each individual friend, basically, instead of everyone watching it at once, uh, which meant I watched it about five or six times in the first two weeks of it coming out. Um, yeah. I, I like Captain Marvel. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, you know, I thought there were, obviously there's a couple of problems in that movie, but... I'm not going to complain because I thought it was a great movie. Um, I saw that movie... Did I see it with James at any point? I can't remember if I saw that movie uh, with James at any point. But um, sitting there in the in the cinema, uh, I'm watching it. Obviously, the fact that Jude Law is now the bad guy twist happens... Um, and and I thought to myself, I, sh- I you know I should have seen that coming. It's Jude Law. But I thought to myself, hang on. Has he really been in any other film where he's played the the good guy, but then it turns out he was the bad guy? Um, and I thought to myself, that, that no. Like, I can't think of a film, possibly Spy, but in Spy, he was the good guy who then turned out to be the bad guy, who turned out to secretly be the good guy all along. Um, so, yeah. The, the idea of Jude Law just swapping sides to the bad side seems to me to be obviously a Jude Law trait. But yet I can't say it's ever happened. So I thought that was quite weird. And it, like the reason I'm bringing up James is because that's the kind of thing James would say uh, if it wasn't James. But um, yeah, we instantly just went, yeah, that's a Jude Law moment when uh, in actual fact it, it, it was just um, a, a decent, it was a good twist. Uh, great. Um, yeah. I thought Ben Mendelsohn was awesome as uh, Talos, which, you know, he's awesome. He, again, was ended up playing the good guy, which is the opposite of what he's usually known for. He is the bad guy and everything. Um, so him turning out to be the good guy uh, was great. Spider-Man Far From Home also came out. Um, and that that came out, like I said, fairly recently. Um, I haven't seen that as many times as I wanted to, but I did see it uh, quite a lot. Um, I thought Spider-Man Far From Home was an amazing movie, um, absolutely outstanding, I think that it was a perfect end uh, to the Infinity Saga, um, and, and you know, I'm really happy with it, um, I enjoyed the hell out of that film, um, yeah, it was so good, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was great in that film, the premise was just great, um, I think as well, and I'm going to put an asterisk around this, that it was quite a modern film. Um, it was quite realistic. Um, and like I said, I'm putting an asterisk around it. But the whole idea is that, you know, Iron Man is a guy in a metal suit that he made fighting another guy in a metal suit that they made. Great. That's fairly realistic. Like, it's it's it, it hasn't happened yet, but it could. And I think that's great. Um, Thanos coming to, you know, Earth uh, with Infinity Stones. That's less likely to happen, you know, in real life, and therefore not as realistic. This, drones, um, projections, uh, you know, the one guy just controlling everything with the, you know, his helmet. Um, it was 
my you know it's still mildly realistic and i thought that was great um there wasn't any wacky random things that you couldn't really pinpoint you knew what was going on with the projectors you know what was going on with the drones uh, i thought it was just amazing um and you know that scene at the end in the uh the the, the spider sense the peter tingle scene um it's just that's just an amazing scene um it gave me goosebumps get everyone else goosebumps because that's just oh, it's such a good scene um but yeah, I thought that everyone acted really well in that. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal, like I said, was awesome in that film as well. Um, I know he's dead, question mark, but I do want him to show back up again because he is awesome. And yeah, um, so so yeah, please bring Jake Gyllenhaal back. Um, one of the things that I thought was quite funny was obviously the twist, um, which, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, but you should have seen it because it's a sick film, but if you haven't seen it, don't listen, but the spoiler um, that Jake Gyllenhaal ends up being the bad guy, um, it, that was perfect. Um, I knew he'd be the bad guy going in. I could tell from the trailers. Uh, obviously, everyone knew from the comics. That was great. I'm pretty sure everyone in the cinema at midnight when we watched it knew he was going to swap sides, right? Everyone in the entire cinema was like, yeah, he's going to end up being the bad guy, except for Ben. Ben had no idea that um, Jake Gyllenhaal was going to turn out to be a bad guy, and his reaction was just the best. So uh, the reveal takes place in... Um, the reveal takes place, obviously, inside the bar. Um, and um, as all of the holograms uh, disappear in the bar, Ben just slowly starts leaning forward uh, just to try and figure out what's going on, because he has no idea, obviously, about all of this. And then as all the reveals were happening that... Jake Gyllenhaal has been the bad guy. Ben was like, oh, the entire time. He did not expect it. Uh, and then I think the scene that really did it for me was where there was that hologram sequence where, um, you, you know, the first, like the, the major hologram sequence where, um, you know, Nick Fury is there, but it's not actually Nick Fury, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. And then Nick Fury gets shot, but it's not really Nick Fury. And he, all that kind of stuff. And then Peter ends up getting hit by the train. Uh, you know, the scene where there's that like Iron Man grave, yeah? That is an awesome scene. And Ben's reaction to that scene was just, again, so shocked. Um, and everyone in the cinema was deathly silent when he gets hit by the train. But I just, Ben in a cinema is just, in my opinion, one of the funniest things ever. Um, especially in that film, because he had no idea what was going on. Um, he didn't know what to expect. And I thought that it was just really funny. Um, so I wish I could go back and just see his reactions again and record them, because they were just really, really funny. Um, but yeah. The um, the thing that Odeon do is they release posters. So they release posters that you can't actually see because they're behind the camera. And also if you're listening, you also can't see them because you're listening. But there's some posters that are behind the camera that if you saw any videos from season two of Midgetcast, you will know what I'm talking about um, with these posters. They were, um, they were like five Infinity War collector's posters. They did similar ones for Endgame as well. Matt Ferguson, the artist, he did two gigantic ones for Endgame. He did an amazing job. I've got them on my wall in the other room. Um, and I think they're absolutely amazing. I actually was lucky enough to go and meet him and uh, get them signed by him as well. He signed um, right across the middle of my Infinity War one, which I asked him to do. Uh, and I think it looks amazing. He signed my Endgame ones, Captain Marvel ones, and um, Ant-Man and the Wasp ones as well. So... I've got them signed. I'm really happy. Um, I really want 
one of his uh, like regular pieces of artwork that he does. He does a lot of comic book artwork on his website. He did one for uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it was like kind of glow-in-the-dark as well. And he's done some really beautiful ones for Thor Ragnarok and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And I think that they just look absolutely amazing. If I had the money and I'd known about them when they were on sale, because they sell out really quickly, um, I would have like pretty much definitely would have bought them because they were... They look amazing, especially the glow-in-the-dark Spider-Verse. Um, it's just amazing looking. And, and I, I think that, um, you know, he should basically just produce more and put them on sale because I really want some and I haven't got them. But I'll put them on this wall. If you're watching the video, there's a big, if you're watching the video, you know where I'm pointing. But if you don't uh, and you're just listening, there's a wall uh, and there's not much stuff on this wall. It's quite bare. And I really want to put the stuff on that wall. There is that poster over there. I don't know if you can see it, but... Um, the 10 years Marvel Studio one's great, but a Matt Ferguson one on the wall would look really, really nice as well. Um, but yeah, uh, moving away from um, TV shows, sorry, movies, so we're talking about movies, moving away from movies, um, I want to talk a little bit about games, games that have come out recently, um, games that I'm playing right now um, that I just really think are cool. Um, what I've noticed, and this is only for me, is that games have been less appealing to me as time went on. When I got my Xbox, it was great. I was in the game area. I was like, let's get this game. Let's get this game. This game looks awesome. Let's do this. Recently, the games have just been a bit, uh, for me, um, underwhelming. Um, and again, that's just personal opinion. There are some great games out there. Um, I've, I've got a friend that carries on recommending uh, Witcher to me. Um, as well, I think he's also recommended me uh, one called Burnout Paradise, um, Red Dead Redemption 2, everyone loves that. Um, so we've got a bunch of stuff recommended to me, but I just haven't got the time uh, to play them really. Um, or the drive at the moment. Um, one of my all-time favourite games is Doom. Everyone knows I love Doom. Um, Doom came out in 2014, I think Sunset Overdrive also came out in 2014 as well, which again is another one of my favourite games, I think 2014 was one of the best years for games in my opinion, um, Sunset Overdrive, amazing, Doom, absolutely amazing, and you know what's coming out soon, in like November, October, Doom Eternal, Doom 5, cannot wait, Doom Eternal is going to be awesome, um, you know what, they actually previewed and showcased Doom Eternal, at uh, QuakeCon in London that I didn't get tickets to because I didn't find out about QuakeCon until after all the tickets had sold out. I hate myself. The people there got, like I said, demos of... Uh, they got to play Doom Eternal there. And I would have absolutely bloody loved that. Um, so I'm a bit angry that I couldn't play Doom Eternal um, at QuakeCon. Um... Yeah, really angry now because, you know, Doom Eternal would be awesome. I don't actually know if QuakeCon London has happened yet. I, I think it takes place in September and therefore it hasn't happened. But I really want to go and I can't because I, I didn't get a ticket. So whether it's past tense or future tense, um, yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I didn't go. Or I will not be going, whatever. But yeah, I, I wish I could. Um, but like I said, Doom Eternal, I think it looks amazing. I, I'm going to get that game. I've already pre-ordered it on Deluxe. I want it on Collector's Edition if possible. Um, but it's just slightly too far out my price range. The collector's Edition comes with a wearable Doom helmet. I mean, can you get more more OTT than that? Um, if I get the Deluxe Edition of the Doom... You know, not sorry. If I get the Collector's Edition of Doom Eternal, I will wear 
the heads. I will wear the, 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 you know, I will wear the bloody helmet on. I will do an entire podcast just through the helmet, just to see how long I can last. Just wearing the Doom helmet, and if it's possible to do a podcast just through the helmet, um, because I think that that will be awesome. Um, but yeah, so obviously Doom is just great, made by Id, made by Bethesda. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Just Cause three. Um, Just Cause 4 did come out, but like I said, I haven't had the time to really play games or get into a lot of games recently. Um, But I have been playing various other games. So, Just Cause 4 is made by Avalanche and Square Enix. I'm personally not a huge fan of Square Enix, but Avalanche are great. Um, Bethesda released a game that is a conjunction between Id, who make Doom, and... um, and Avalanche, who make Just Cause, Rage 2, Rage 2 is a sick game, Rage 2 is so good, um, it's got like the FPS, like the kind of first person shooting style of Doom, very similar uh, in a way, um, but it's got like the mobility of uh, Just Cause, which again, I think is awesome, um, if you look at a scene from it, you could totally think it's Doom, and then when you're riding the car, it looks like you're, your Apocalypse van or whatever, whatever you're riding, it looks like you're now playing Just Cause, um, and like I said, I'm a huge fan of both games, uh, and I think that that is a really sick game. I do recommend it. Um, I think I have got the collector's edition for that somewhere, but uh, like I said, it's it's a good game, and I really recommend uh, Rage 2. Um, I think that collaborating together on Rage 2 has given Id a couple of ideas from uh, Avalanche. So the key thing is, in this is what I think happened. I think they, uh, Rage went, look, we're trying to figure out a new mechanic for Doom. Sorry, Id went to Avalanche and said, we're looking for a new mechanic for Doom. What you got? And they go, well, in our game, Just Cause, the main guy has a grappling hook. And they went, stop, say no more. Shotgun with a grappling hook. And that's what they've done. They've made a shotgun with a grappling hook. And it looks awesome. I cannot wait to use that shotgun. I think it's going to look amazing. I think it's going to just help me to annihilate all the enemies. Um, I cannot wait for that. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, what else has happened in, in games? The new consoles uh, were announced at E3. Well, I say announced, they were like hinted at. Um, PS5, possible name. Um, and uh, Xbox's Project Scarlet. Again, I can't remember if that's the actual name, but I think it is. Um, it was so long ago that I just cannot remember. But they're coming out next Christmas. So if they have any good launch title games then I might get one, but I don't know uh, if I will, because like I said, I do have an Xbox One. I don't know if I'm going to be getting an Xbox Two uh, or not. It depends. If there's a game that will drag me back in, then yeah, I'll definitely do it. Like, if they release Doom Eternal on it, and not on the Xbox One, then yeah, I would buy it for Doom. Uh, Just Cause 5 on that, I would buy that. Um, Halo infinite i don't know if i'm ready to be dragged back in i thought halo 5 was good um i want warzone back because i bloody loved warzone um but you know what if 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 james and i are just playing that on the new xbox then that'll be awesome so yeah i might get a new xbox uh, you never know uh whatever happens happens um but yeah um 
the 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 other thing I definitely want to talk about was um, something called Google Stadia. And I don't know if a lot of people have heard about this Google Stadia. Um, it is a cloud-based gaming platform from Google. I follow Google, so I've heard about this. I don't know if, like I said, any of you guys have. Uh, what it is, if you're not familiar with it, is um, it's a way of playing games without actually needing a console. So the game is streamed to you over the internet. Um, and you're playing it basically over the internet. So all you need is the controller and any connection in the screen, basically. Um, and I think that this is absolutely amazing. I think it's revolutionary in terms of what you can do in the future with games. Um, I'm going to be able to play games on my phone eventually. And that is, again, awesome. At launch, they've said you're only going to play on Pixel devices. Um, I have a OnePlus device, obviously. Um, and I won't be able to play it on there. But you know what? It doesn't matter um, because I will eventually, and I can play it on any of the other screens I have around me as well. You can play it on computers, all you need is to just go to Chrome browser, um, and then if you have a Chromecast, you can just plug that in and use the Chromecast, so well, why not? Um, I think it's awesome. Um, you don't, and I think that this is actually something that people online aren't taking into consideration, you don't need the official Stadia controller to play it. They have already said that you can play Google Stadia if you have like just one of their supported Bluetooth controllers, um, and the picture that they use, or one of the pictures they use to say which controllers you can use, looks suspiciously like the DualShock 4 from the PlayStation. So that means if you have a PlayStation 4 controller, you can go over to your computer, open up a Chrome web browser, and just start gaming. Like, that's awesome. I can't wait to do that. That I mean, I don't have a PlayStation, so I don't have a PlayStation controller, but I've ordered a Stadia controller. Um, so I can't wait to do that. I, I like I said, pre-ordered Stadia. I think the Chromecast is coming with that one, the Founders Edition, which is great. So I'm going to be able to hopefully talk about that. And I definitely want to do a YouTube video on that as well, a midget tech video, because my, the, they've said the lowest speed of internet you need for it to work well is uh, 10 megabits a second. Here, I do not have 10 megabits a second. I have lower than that. Um, and that's a bit atrocious, I know. Uh, I can't believe it either. I, how am I surviving? Um, but I am. Um, they've said it's lower than that. You probably won't be able to play Stadia. I'm willing to give that a shot. I've got a low speed internet connection here. Um, I will put it to the test. Um, and I definitely want to do that on a video. Um, I don't think a lot of channels would do that, to be honest, because obviously they all got their own really cool, fast internet over there. Um, and it just so happens that this year I don't have really fast internet. And I think that's good because it means I can test it out and check whether it is possible to game. Um, I think it will definitely be possible to game. I don't know if it'll be possible to multiplayer on that speed, but we'll we'll definitely see. We'll do a speed test, we'll get it up. Um, and I'll let you know if it's good enough to buy or not good enough to buy. So I, I really want to do a video on that. Um, I'm willing to check that out. Um, yeah, uh, the the thing that the, this is the one thing that brought me to it, right? They've announced a list of uh, of, of thirteen or thirty games. I can't remember the number, but it's just got thirty. They've announced uh, about thirty games that you can play on the Stadia at launch, which comes out in November. Guess what one of the games is or will be? Guess Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal will be available at launch to play on the Google Stadia. That's right. If you have a Pixel phone, you can play Doom on your phone. How awesome does that sound? That sounds amazing. I would love to play Doom on my phone, but my phone's not supported. So when they support my phone, you know for a fact I'm going to buy Doom on there. Um, I don't know if they're going to give you a discount if you already own Doom on another console. But you know what? For Doom, I'm willing to buy it twice because Doom... Doom is awesome, and I can't say Doom, but I love Doom. Um, yeah, you know, gotta love that. Um, 
one of the things that I think is most controversial about them is their pro service. Um, and, and, and this is what I think a lot of people online haven't considered. Uh, I say a lot. At, when they announced it, a lot of people were just freaking out about this. Um, and then news sources piled on. Um, whereas what everyone needs to understand is Stadia is free. You do not need a subscription to use Google Stadia. And they've said this. You can pick up your controller. Remember, Bluetooth controller. You can use your Bluetooth controller that you already have. Go on a screen or a laptop or a computer, whatever, that you already have. Open up Stadia and start playing. All you need to do is buy the game on Stadia. Okay? That's it. You don't need the subscription service. The subscription service that they have is eight ninety nine in pounds every month and it gives you basically and i'm gonna I'm, I'm, i am like just trying to make it easier to understand here it's everyone's gone oh we thought it was xbox games pass it's not xbox game pass it does not just give you loads of games 899 it gives you xbox live gold pretty much okay this this is how it works okay your regular gameplay on the free one is 1080p you you can have 1080p i think it's 30 fps 1080p 30 fps for free that's great. If you splash out and get 899, 4K, 60 frames per second, 5.1 surround sound, like full-on gaming experience, because that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the online capabilities, like Xbox Live Gold. Um, also, like Xbox Live Gold, they've now said, and I say now said because I think they changed it on their website, that they will give you games every month or every other month, and they're going to be like premium games. Um... If you're a founder, you get Destiny 2 to start off with. But then, obviously, they'll give you more games as you, you carry on. Light games for gold. Uh, which, again, is great. So, I think the key thing is it's it's not Xbox Game Pass. It's Xbox Live Gold. And that's the key thing to remember when it comes to Google Stadia. I hope in the future they will do something uh, like Xbox Game Pass. Um, but I think I've heard that it will be developer-related. Which means you know I'm getting the Bethesda one. Just for the Doom and the Rage and, and the Wolfenstein and just all the Bethesda stuff, I'm going for it. If they do a Bethesda pass on Stadia, I'm getting it. Um, but yeah, obviously subject to Stadia being a good thing or not. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, like I said, it comes out November. Um, I If I haven't started the, the Midget Tech up by then, I will start Midget Tech with the Stadia video as the first one because I really want to make a video on Stadia uh, and I think that it's just great. Um, Everything I'm saying now, obviously, is just my opinion. Um, I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. Fingers crossed it's good because I'm getting it. Um, if it is bad, I will let you know. Um, I will be honest. I'll be truthful. I'll give you a proper review. I'm not going to just praise it. Um, if it sucks, it sucks. Um, so I'm waiting to see what happens. I'm willing to see if it's any good. Um, and I'll let you know how Doom plays on that because it's all about Doom. Everything, Everything is about Doom. And if you cannot play Doom on it, it's not worth having. Um, yeah. Um, but that's uh, it for the games. Um, TV has been uh, really well for me. That's what I've been doing quite a lot of. I've been watching a lot of TV uh, in the past six months. That is, is, is just a lot of stuff to watch, really. Um, at the end of season two, there were made a couple of episodes where I spoke about community. Um, I have finally finished watching Community. There's a couple of things that I said wrong in that episode, but I've seen Community and I think it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, season four is a bit dodgy, um, but I have not got a problem with it. All six seasons are great. Six, the sixth season I thought was awesome. My favourite is obviously season three. 
Um, but yeah, community, amazing. Watch it, check it out. It's great. It's free to stream if you're in the UK and you have all four. You just watch it on there because it's, it's free. So why not? Um, Arrested Development, I have started watching. I am, I've just finished season four. Um, yeah, season four I thought was good. Um, everyone proper hates on season four. I thought it was, like I said, it was okay. Um, yeah, the structure was different, but maybe that's not a huge issue. Uh, one of the things I'm interested to see is the rewatch of season four. So having seen season four now, I know what the plot line is. So I know where everything's going. And I'm hoping that that will make season four better watching it a second time. Um, but also they did a recut as well of it where they made it more like a traditional episode. So, you know, I'm willing to, to, to get those and watch those as well. Um, you know, to just to see what happens really and if it's if it's any better, if it's any worse. Um Yeah. Broadchurch, I've spoken about Broadchurch I think last week as well. Yes, it's awesome. I want to do a podcast about that, so I'm not gonna go into huge detail. Same with um the boys on Amazon. It's amazing. I really want to talk about it, but I'm gonna do like a proper episode on that as well because I think it's great. Um other stuff that I uh need to watch or have been watching, um the Grand Tour, um, for some reason, I didn't get into the Grand Tour. Uh, well, sorry, I didn't finish off season two of Grand Tour. Um, I think I just got caught up with work and stuff. Um, I, season one was amazing. Season two got halfway and then just finished, stopped watching it. Season three is out now and I've actually gone back and I started watching it. I'm now, I finished season two and like I said, it's it's awesome and I do love it. Um, but now I'm, I'm about to get back on schedule basically, uh, which is awesome. Daredevil, which was one of Usman's favourite shows, I have put on... Um, I've, I've, I've put on, I'm, it's on my list, I, I, it's ready to watch basically, uh, when I get to it eventually, uh, I will watch that as well, uh, same with Lucifer as well, apparently that's really good, and that's going to end with the next season, need to watch that, Mr. Robot ends with the next season, need to watch that, I'm about halfway through season one, hate myself for that, Hannibal, need to finish watching, um, I think I'm going to make a YouTube video about that, uh, or a podcast about Hannibal, um, because it enrages me a little bit, but I'm, yeah, um, yeah, TVs and, and that, yeah, TV shows. Uh, Rick and Morty season, season four is coming out, uh, in November. That's news. Uh, hopefully the internet doesn't absolutely lose their crap, um, again. Uh, I'm up to watch it. I've got a shirt on with Rick and Morty on it. Great. Um, I, I do like Rick and Morty. I'm not a diehard fan. I'm not a Szechuan Source fan, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm not willing to go out and get the source just because it's on sale. But... You know, I am a fan. I do like the show. Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, I am interested to see um, what McDonald's do as Mulan trailer has come out and Szechuan Sauce was originally released for Mulan. So do you think they're going to release it for um, the new Mulan? Uh, they might, you know, do a limited run of Szechuan Sauce again. Although based on what happened last time, if they do it, it's either going to be in a mass run or a bachelor, they're just going to do loads of sauce in one go to stop any riots, or they're just not going to do it and piss everyone off, so whatever happens there happens, um, but yeah, um, one other thing I did want to talk about, one of the, actually, the most interesting or weird thing that did happen to me in the past six months was this film here, um, if you're looking, if you're watching the video, you can see what this is, uh, if you can't, it's a film called Paycheck, it is a 2003 film. It's directed by John Woo. It has Ben Affleck in it and Uma Thurman. And I think it is absolutely amazing. Um, it is up there in my top three films. Um, alongside um, Horrible Bosses 
and whatever my third film is, which I have not decided yet, but but Paycheck is up there. Um, definitely 100%. It is, it is up there for me. Um, is it a great movie? No. Is it a crap movie? No. It's a good, mediocre movie. There's just some issues with execution that make me find it absolutely hilarious. Um, so I definitely want to get into that, but I'm thinking about getting into that in a different episode, in a separate episode um, that's just purely related to Paycheck. Um, in an ideal world, I would do a series on Paycheck. Um, what I really want to do, actually, is I wanted to get like an in-depth analysis on every individual thing that's just gone wrong with it because I just think it's just really, really funny. Um, but yeah, uh, I do think that's awesome. If you do actually end up going to watch Paycheck uh, off my recommendation, please let me know. Uh, and please let me know what you thought. You might think it's terrible. And yeah, there are some issues with it, um, but I still think it's absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to do one of those. If you want to see a Paycheck video, uh, a, a series, please let me know. Uh, because I will happily talk about Paycheck for a solid hour. Um, yeah, Paycheck. Um, but that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching, um, the, 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 watching or listening to the podcast. Um, and thank you for bearing with me as I try and figure out what to do. Uh, last week's episode was obviously uh, about Hobbs and Shaw. It was focused on the one movie. Um, this week we've gone for a more loose style, whatever's coming to my mind or whatever I've jotted down. Um, but if you want to see more, uh, uh, you know, podcasts that's focused on specific content, again, please let me know because I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, like I said, in-depth analysis on Paycheck um, or, or, or analysis on Broadchurch or, or The Boys or whatever, I'm willing to just check that out because I think that they're they're awesome and i'm willing to check to check them out and do a a you know full solid episode in depth look at those as well so yeah um if you have any ideas for future episodes or you have any questions for me uh please let me know by commenting on the youtube video or navigating to the show notes or the description um, of the video or the podcast and clicking the link to visit the new Midgetcast website where you can actually listen and watch episodes of Midgetcast directly from the website. So if you don't have a podcast player, uh, you can listen to them straight from the website as well. Um, you don't need to download anything, just use your web browser to get there. But if you scroll to the bottom of that page, um, there is a little form that you can fill out um, that you can put your suggestion in. If you have a suggestion or a question or anything you want to say um, about the podcast, please let me know. Uh, if I end up using your idea, I'll give you a shout out. So yeah, um, please uh, do comment and uh, make some suggestions. Uh, very much appreciated. Um, but that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Uh, I have been Paranvir, and this has been Midgetcast. <laughs>